Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. Chiefs took the practice field on Wednesday as they begin their preparation for Sunday night football against the Denver Broncos. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, as well as guard Trey Smith and cornerback Legarius Sneed. We'll go in that order, starting with Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes, and we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, you'll hear from Trey Smith and Legarius Sneed. Here's Andy Reid. So this, uh, um, this is what we've got as far as injuries. Uh, really, Fenton's the only... Um, injury we had, he strained his knee a little bit, and so he won't practice today. And then um, uh, non-injury related uh, are Hardman and, and Hill. Um, and so we'll expect them back here uh, relatively quick. Um, look forward to the challenge of playing Denver. Another heck of a heck of a football team. And um, obviously their, their head coach has done a nice job. Uh, with the offense and the defense, and they've got they've got some new players in there. They're playing really good football. So uh, we'll start our our week here and make sure that we detail our work and uh, get ready for obviously a, a tremendous challenge. So with that time, yours. Andy, when you did the uh, sort of self study or however you would describe it last week, I'm curious when you look at Patrick's interceptions. There's obviously a number of them have been deflected. It just what, what do you see in those as a common denominator other than maybe the receiver not pulling it in? I mean, does Patrick own some of that? Yeah, listen, he he, he owns everything. <laughs> you know, that's how he's wired. Um, however, there, there's a lot of things that go into it. And um, we're playing a team uh, that has the leader over the last bit of tips, tip balls. Uh, their number 96 is tremendous at that. They had four tip balls against us last year so um, you know that obviously um, as an offense we've got to make sure that we're aware of that and take care of business on that. The other part of that is kind of just a twist but I think you brought this up a few times just the way the ball bounces sometimes I think cumulatively he's had like double that amount this year than he ever had in his first three seasons. Is that something you just see as part of the way the game rolls? Yeah that's all part it's all part of it. Sometimes these things come in and groves, and you just got to kind of work through them. So, Coach, your guys just had the big long break. The guys were off. They had to come back and test in. Is, is that going all right for you guys? And I noticed you're wearing a mask today. Have you got some new protocols for the team? Or yeah, so you have, you have to keep them, keep them on for three days, and so this is our last day with it. We can have them off on the field, indoor and outdoor field. So um, league's taking precautionary measures. Our guys did a pretty good job with it so, so far. Um, uh, not with the, uh, they've done good with the mask, but I mean, as far as not having a lot of positive tests there. So. And you, but you've tested in, has everyone tested back in? Everyone good at this point? Yeah, well, I, I can't. 
you just took it one step too far, dude. <laughs> I tried to give you a nice story, and you, you just went over the overboard. All right. Um, Kyle Long, what are your expectations for him now that he's back on the active Um Listen, so he, he's had a couple of good weeks of, of practice, kind of easing his way back in, um, and he's he's up. You know, I mean, he's going to practice today. So um, I, I, I think the term is activated onto the onto that roster. So, and then we'll just see the, as the week goes on how it goes. Do you anticipate him being up um, if all goes well this week on, uh, on Sunday night? Yeah, we'll see. We'll just see how it goes. We're still taking it day by day with it. He's doing a heck of a job, and just leave it at that. Also wanted to check on Tyron Matthew. How did he come through with the knee issue? Yeah, so he did good. He took care of it this past week, and um, like I said, I mean, he's a, he's a tough kid, and he approaches his rehab that way. He approaches the game that way. He kind of approaches his life. He's a, he does a great job as a dad and and also as a player. So I appreciate him for all of that. Coach Brown has had three uh, solid end of the last four games against the football team. The, uh, the Cowboys as well as the Chargers. Most of them do is running the football, playing good defense. What have you seen on film that you know that Patrick and your offense should be concerned with, with that defense, especially Patrick? Well, they, they've got an experienced coordinator. Their head coach, you know, is one of the best uh, defensive minds in the game. So he, he presents a real solid, solid defense. Um, they've got a great red zone defense. They've um, their pass defense is right up there. With the top pass defenses, and so um, that's what it, that's what he presents. He's he's not, you know, you know, he's got enough blitz packages in there where he can bring in the max zero blitzes, but at the same time he picks and chooses kind of when he does that, and picks and chooses when he brings an extra guy, and he, he works to keep you off balance that way. So, so along those same lines of, of Adam's question, right right now the roster is at 52. Uh, what are your expectations for like Mike Remmers or even Joshua Kendall as, as their window to return from injured reserve is slowly creeping up? Yeah, so well, right now it's just Kyle Long that's been worked in there. So the other guys, um, they're not at that point right now. Uh, Colin Saunders, because he was inactive and then all Yeah, good point. Yeah, so Colin uh, hurt his knee. Um, and it, it was uh, kind of a weird deal. I'm not sure I can even tell you when it happened. Um, but he had a, a small piece of cartilage that had flipped up in there, and it was bugging him. So we took care of, you know, our doctors took care of him. Coach, how's your, how's your offense different with a new quarterback this year? <clears throat> yeah, so Teddy does a, Teddy does a nice job um, in there. Not that Locke didn't, but I mean, Teddy's the one going right now. So, um, and and he's uh, he's very smart. He's active. He can move. If he gets into you know trouble with a, a rush, um, and and throws an accurate ball on the move. So, um, and then he gets the ball out fast. And that's and he manages the whole thing very well. He's experienced. He's a good football player. Andy, when you look at your defense. Especially this last month or so, could you sense that that was coming based on elements you were seeing over the first couple of months? I, mean, I guess what's been surprising is just how sudden it is. But. Yeah, so there, <laughs> there's a fine line, you know, fine margin between winning and losing in this thing, and and then, you know, playing well and not playing well. Uh, there's so much competition. So, 
um, you just have to kind of keep at it. And there might be just a couple small little things that work for you. Um, and it changes things around. So, um, and like I'm saying about the head coach of the Denver, I mean, Spags is one of those guys. He's one of the top defensive coordinators. And so he's patient with it, but still pushing his way through those things. And he trusts the guys uh, to do it. And they trust him. So, um, you know, some of the guys tweaked it a little, couple of things. Spags tweaked a couple of things. His coaches, you know, did the same thing. Um, and, yeah, they're playing good football. So um, the thing you have to do with that is you've got another side of the ball playing you that are pretty good coaches. <laughs> so you've got to make sure you stay on top of your game and, and keep practicing it. And that goes for both sides of the ball and special teams. So if you let up and you don't stay ahead of the, the challenge there, then, uh, then you can be back into, you know, you can have some issues. Coach, with Lucas Dane returning to practice this week, uh, the right tackle position where it's been kind of fluctuating in the season, is, is he the kind of guy that can return to the starting lineup, or are you satisfied with what you've gotten out of Andrew Wiley? Well, Andrew's done a good job, but, you know, again, we'll just see We'll see how Nyang does it's, um, and how he feels going forward. But he'll get, he'll get some work today, and we'll just see how, how it goes. But Andrew has, has experience. I mean, we heck just kind of rotates everybody, so... Um, and then if they, if they if they're good to go, then they go. So. A couple more guys. The Broncos have been talking about this streak. It's been a couple of years since obviously they they beat you guys. How aware do you think your players are of that at this point in the season? Given you know it's been kind of the, the case every week where it seems like you're getting the best shot of each and every team. I'm not even sure what you're talking about, but that um, we're, we're you know we can't think about all that. We're in this this whole thing where we're trying to just get good enough to go play these guys, right? So that's where we're at. Andy, um, Patrick, after the last game, mentioned that during the bye week, he spent a lot of time on third down stuff. Um, when you look at it, you guys are leading the league in the third down, so maybe that's part of how he's wired. But is that something that you guys wanted to spend a lot of time on? Yeah, so um, there, there are things we can do better in every area, first, second down included, and um, run and pass. And so... Um, you know, but we put a ton of emphasis on third down and the reds, you know, some of the, you know, different specials that you, you've got to do. So that's one of them. And, um, and the situational football in this league is huge uh, and you've got to stay on top. So that's, that's what he was doing. Yeah. And again, if you don't stay on top of it, then, <laughs> then you're going to be back, at, you know, back in the bottom and you don't want to go there. All right. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Good. Thank you. Is there a lot they're doing different uh, defensively than what they've done the last couple of years? I mean, obviously, there's little things here and there they do a little differently, but I mean, they've been a they've been a good defense for a long time, um, especially with Coach Fangio there. I mean, if you look around the league, I mean, a lot of defenses have adopted or hit the style of defense he runs because he does it so well. So um, he's he's definitely has a, has a great defense. They have great players, and it'll be a great challenge for us. Do any specific study of the interceptions during the bye week? Like what you might see as common denominators? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I've I've seen them all. Um, I mean, there's some where I'm pressing the issue a little bit more. Some are just just bad luck. So uh, I'll try to do whatever I can to try to limit those as much as possible because we know turnovers are such a big deal in this league. A number have gone off of people, but 
on those, do you, do you assume, do you think there's a possibility that you could have done something different on those two? Yeah, I mean, if you I mean, if you look back at the one with with Travis, um, the Cowboys game. If I put the ball in front of him, he probably catches, breaks a tackle, and gets extra yards. But I threw it kind of on his back hip, um, and it got tipped up and, and intercepted. So I mean, just because it hits them doesn't necessarily mean it's in the right spot for them to make the catch. So I got to make sure that I'm putting it in that right spot every time. Uh, you uh, obviously, when you face the Cowboys, you face off against a good, uh, you know, rookie Michael Parsons. What do you see on tape? on film with uh, Patrick Satan that, you know, knowing he's probably going to line up against Tyreek Sunday day, but, you know, yeah, I mean, first off, I mean, he's, he's physically, I mean, he has all the talent you could possibly want. I mean, he's tall, he's fast, he's, he's big, he's physical. Um, and then you could tell he's, he's, he, his dad was a player. I mean, you could tell those guys that they're smart, they understand the game. Even for a rookie, he has like a veteran mindset. Um, and and he, he understands what they're trying to do as a defense. So uh, someone you definitely have to know where he's at every single play, and he's just getting better and better each and every week. Patrick, 11 straight wins against the Broncos, dating back to 2015. How aware are you guys in that locker room of that streak? And then how much does that play psychologically as you go into this game? Yeah, I mean, I'm, other than when you play this week and people talk about it, we're not really, we're not really paying attention to it. I mean, we understand it's a whole brand-new football team on both sides of the ball. Um, it's a division opponent. It's always a big, a big game against the Broncos. And... Uh, we know it's going to be a great, great challenge for us. And, I mean, they won a couple games against us, too, so we know it's a big rivalry and we need to go out there and play our best football. During the, the bye week, the staff kind of dives into the film, a, a deep dive. Um, what can you share that maybe Kafka and the enemy shared with you that, that you could approve kind of in this, this final stretch here? Yeah, I mean, I just got to continue to to be great throughout all four quarters of games. I mean, there's been stretches of every single game where I've made stuff happen and we've made drives kind of go um, but there's just times where I try, to, I try to push the issue too much or I, I don't push it enough. And so just finding that right uh, median where you can go out there and be who I am but still make sure that we're making positive plays every single drive. Patrick, uh, people always talk about how good Andy Reid is after a bye. Um, what have you taken from him as far as like study habits or things like that that you've added to your game? Yeah, I mean, you, you go back, you look at the, the tape, and you, you evaluate yourself, obviously, and then you try to get a little bit of a jump start on the, the team that you're playing. And uh, uh, we have the AFC West opponents. So we studied them a little bit in the offseason as well. Um, so just having a good game plan. And, and Coach Reed, has that extra week. He really comes up with some nice plays. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just about going out there and executing. And uh, we, we just seem to do a great job of that after a bye. Patrick, after the uh, Cowboys game, you identified third downs as something you wanted to work on during the bye. Um, I'm wondering, you guys lead the league in third downs. I'm wondering why you identified that and how that, that process went this last week. Yeah, I mean, you want to... I mean, the great offenses in history and, and obviously today's age of, of they, they really do a great job of third downs in the red zone. And so I just feel like in these last few weeks I mean, here and there, we just didn't execute at a high enough level in certain parts of the game on third downs. And so we just we went back and just like every week, we, we kind of evaluate that, try to find plays that we know can, we can have success with. And then at the end of the day, the players are going to go out there and make plays. And I, I think we have the guys that can do it. You mentioned a specific type of defense you're seeing. I'm wondering if that's a, a type that you've seen in the past. Yeah, it is, and I think it's just we just got to continue to execute. I got to just like to throw to Kelsey. I mean, we, we get, get guys open. I have to make sure I throw it and put it in the right spot, especially against man coverage where they can make the catches and we can move the chains. And so, uh, I mean, we, we, we do a great job of it, of, of really breaking it down. It's just about really executing when it comes down to it, especially at this time of the year. I'm sure you're aware how the guys on defense over the last few weeks have said how much health and everybody playing together as a unit has made an impact on that side of the ball. Uh, this might be the first chance for you guys to get – just about everybody back healthy on offense. Just what do you think that could do 
for that side of the ball as you guys move towards the stretch run of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think guys have done a great job of stepping up in their in their roles. But uh, as you continue to get more and more guys back, um, you just continue to have that extra little edge. You get to continue to have that that mindset of we're going to go out there and be who we are. Um, and uh, I think that as long as as well as knowing that we got to go now. I mean, you're in a tight division in AFC West. You're playing a lot of division opponents coming up. But it starts this week with the Denver Broncos. I mean, you just have to have that mindset of we need to be our best if we want to we want to go out there and win the AFC West. Patrick, you certainly demonstrated a social consciousness. And I'm, I'm curious if you followed uh, the story of Kevin Strickland very much. And if, if so, if you have any thoughts about his release last week? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen the story a little bit. Um, obviously, it's, it's terrible that he was in jail uh, for that long, being an innocent man. Um, but uh, I'm glad that he's out now, and hopefully that his release can be a, a, a kind of a thing that, that doesn't let people get in that same situation that he, that he was in and lose a, a big part of their life, pretty much. Uh, Patrick, this is a very random question, but working on a story about fans that travel, for you when you're in Vegas, for example, when there's Chiefs fans everywhere, what does that do for you guys? Yeah, no, it, it's, it's super exciting. I mean, when you have that fan base with you and then you start, you go out there and you can kind of feel that energy from them supporting you. Um, and then you, just like in, in Vegas, when we started winning the game, you can start hearing them creep louder and louder. I mean, it really is a cool feeling and not every fan base has it. So I'm glad I'm in Chiefs Kingdom and we're traveling everywhere we play. Another off the field thing, just how was your bye week, first bye week as a, as a dad and, and getting to spend Thanksgiving with, with your daughter? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I think you probably saw the tweet when I was talking about being a dad. It's cool. And, I mean, just when you're in, in season, you, you, you get to see her, but she's asleep a lot. When you get home, you're getting home late and stuff like that. But when you're, when you're there for that bye week and you're sitting around with her all day and you're just playing and then seeing how much she's, she's grown, she's crawling now, so she's moving around everywhere. Um, it's really cool just to watch because she, she changes every single day. And, I mean, that, that was super important to me. And to be able to see her moving around, it was cool. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Thank you. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now we'll hear from guard Trey Smith as well as cornerback Legarius Sneed. This is uh, your first chance to see the, the Denver Broncos. This is a team's got an 11-game winning streak. How much have you heard about the, the streak and how much have you guys talked about in the locker room? Yeah, you know, I mean, pretty much coming in this week, you know, preparation's still the same. Uh, we know we have a, a good team in front of us that we have to play and, you know, a divisional rival. We just have to play to the best of our potential, you know, listen to our coaches and execute. Trey, some of the guys expressed some surprise that you got a personal foul a couple of weeks ago because you're not a guy that says a lot. Can you um, shed some light on what happened there? Yeah, you know, it's just me uh, losing my cool a little bit. You know, I have to do a better job uh, at this level, especially being a professional, uh, keeping my cool because at the end of the day, that penalty hurt my team. And, you know, uh, just going back to that, you know, I just have to do a better job of keeping my cool, understanding the situation, you know, keep playing. Find the line, whatever you can say, did you, whatever the magic word was, you know where that line is now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is my line. I'm not saying anything anymore. <laughs> no more talking at all. Did Patrick actually tell you you should say this under your breath? Uh, no, sir. No, I was just, you know, just keep it cool in that situation. Pat was being a great leader. Just, you know, it hurt the team. It's something that can't happen anymore and just keep going. When you're a rookie like this, if you get into, a, this is a, a long-standing NFL rivalry, right? Mm-hmm. 
you, you didn't grow up around here, you don't hate the Broncos, whatever, you might have friends that play there. How, how long does it take for you to get that part of this? I know you try to keep it one game at a time and all that, but they, does it feel a little bit different knowing that uh, this is a rivalry that you're kind of stepping into and now you have to understand what it's about? Yeah, you know, if it's important to the organization, you know, from a traditional standpoint, uh, you know, it's a big-time game. Uh, for me, I try to take every game as a big-time game. Uh, in terms of my preparation, nothing really changes. But, you know, obviously it's a rivalry game, and you'll know it after snap one. So, you know, we're really excited about it. And, you know, like I said, preparation remains the same every week. Counting the preseason, you play 14 games now, which is longer than your college season, and you still got a ways to go. How are you holding up, do you feel like? This is the first time going through this. How do you feel like you're holding up physically and mentally with this grind? Yeah, I feel like I'm doing well. Uh, obviously, the bye week was a nice time to be around family and just sort of refresh a little bit. Uh, physically, you know, I'm feeling great. Um, like you said, this is a, a grind. You know, this season compared to college, we'd be done now. So it's just a new step, a new challenge. You know, I'm eager to face it, and you know, I'm feeling great. You take from your, I wonder from your position, playing guard, just what impresses you most about what Joe Tooney has done to not really miss any time considering his hand injury and just – how much you may have taken from him, even though he plays on the left side of the line. Yeah, Joe's the ultimate pro, man. Um, just being able to watch him every day, um, you know, thankful for the opportunity, you know, just to learn from him. Um, in terms of, like, you know, recovery and stuff, you know, I do talk to him about it a little bit, just understanding what I can do uh, to have a lot of career longevity and, you know, to play as much as he's played. Uh, it's something short of incredible what he does consistently, you know, in terms of being there, being active, ready to work, and playing at a high level every time. What did you take away from the initial stretch before the bye that, that perhaps you can do better in, in your own game this final stretch here? Oh, yeah. There's a ton of stuff, man. Um, I'll just keep it at this. I need to be the clock cleaner on the finer details and being a lot more consistent in my play. And not, not just being on the field on Sundays, but just also every day of the week in practice and just being a better player and a better pro. And, and then just for this particular game, how does it change the fact that Bradley Chubb has only played these two games? How do you guys prepare for what is going to be a unique challenge there? Yeah, uh, from what I know of him, uh, he's obviously a, a very good player, a top-notch player, very elite talent. Um, and, you know, he's played the past couple of years, I believe, right? So I will have a lot of film available on him, and I know our tackles will be ready to play. Did you, as a young player, this was your first bye week, and you guys actually got to go home, do whatever you wanted to do. There's some protocols with the masks and stuff. What was the message from the team when you went away to make sure, like, you were, were careful, and did that – not damping your holiday or anything, but how cognizant were you of that? Because it's still the middle of the season yeah. when you were away. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they warned us, you know, just be careful who we're around and, you know, just be aware of the situations because COVID is not completely away. So I would say that's sort of um, that piece, you know, the coach is reminding you. And, and we have really good protocol on it. Obviously, I'm you know, just to be safe and, you know, be cautious about a lot of things. Kind of in your head when you were home? Yeah, a lot of times, yes, sir. Okay. Thanks, Thank you all. We had an opportunity to talk to Coach Madison, and he said that you really draw a, a lot of confidence from the, the Packers game and going up against Devontae Adams. Did you sense a, a shift for you in, in, that, in that game and, and this season in particular? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was just a game for me to gain my confidence. You know, I've just said that I'm learning toward, as I'm going, so, you know, I'm just building game by game and week by week. Performing well against someone like an Adams, you know, do for you mentally? I mean, it boosts you a lot against a great receiver like him, so, yeah, it gave me a little confidence. As much as you can, can you share with us your your film study habits? How you sort of develop that 
over these last two years and what you sort of take most from watching? Uh, I'm still learning as I, you know, grow in this scheme and this defense. And, you know, uh, well, basically on Mondays, small off days. So I look at wide receivers, just look at their releases and what they do. And uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I try to study the, uh, the quarterback and tendencies of what he do. And Thursday, I try to put everything together instead of like the whole offense and what they're doing to attack defenses and stuff. Jerry, uh, a lot of corners don't like the physical part of the game, but obviously you're. Uh, yeah, I love it. You know, what, 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 is, what is it about that part of the game that you enjoy? The, the, the tackling an open field, whatever it might be. Yeah, I just love being physical. You know, Spaz like it. You know, he's, he got an aggressive defense, and I love being physical myself. And on the offensive side, they don't like that. You know, wide receivers, they don't like when you put hands on them and stuff like that. They take the take their heart out their chest. So. That's why I like it, yeah. How, how do you hear that from them? I mean, they talk to you about that during the games? How do you know they don't like it? Oh, I can see it in their eyes. I can see it in their eyes and how they play, you know, from the start to the finish. When I jump out from the start, and I, from the start, I can tell, like, yeah, I got them. How do you keep that mentality going, like, for a whole game and for the whole season? I know earlier, a couple of games ago, you got your bell rung a little bit, mm -hmm. had to go in the tent, came out, got right back in there. Right. How do, you, how do you keep yourself from getting gun shy and stuff like that? Uh, you know, it's 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 hard, you know, to try to play it every down and stuff, but I do it to my best ability, the highs I can do it. You know, even when I'm banged up, I still try to, you know, just put hands on and stop timings off wide receivers and quarterbacks. Is there anything that you can attribute that to? Coaching, upbringing, whatever? Oh, yeah, Coach Coach Spaz, you know. I salute him from when I first came in, and he seen that I like to put hands on guys. And he hammered in my ear t telling me to put hands on and messed up the timing. But Jerry, we're, we're at the point of the year where there's a lot of we're, we're now at Pro Bowl voting season. Right. Obviously, there are a lot of household names out there, and then when we think of Kansas City, maybe your name isn't out there as much as others. Right. But when you look at your body of work this year, are you having a Pro Bowl season? Uh, I haven't looked at my stats or anything. You know, just playing ball. You know, doing something that I love. You know, that's not something that I'm. You know, my goals. I'm trying to unify the team and my defense, and you know, be the best that we can be. Pro Bowl right now, that's going to come, and I'm not worried about so much worried about that right now. How much better do you guys feel collectively as a group the way you played the last couple of weeks against offenses? People were saying earlier when you were playing well, you were playing against a bad quarterback or a bad offense, and we can't say that about the Cowboys. Oh, the thing is, is we know, we've been to what we was capable of, you know. It's just We just had to place it together and put it all together as a unit, as one. And then we play as one, you know, nobody can stop us. Did, did you sense the, I guess, the frustration that that wasn't coming together for the first two months? And did you also sense that it would eventually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we was frustrated, you know. We just trying to figure out what we need to do and put the puzzle pieces together. How have you seen uh, Rashad Fenton grow year to year? Oh, man, Rashad, he's a game guy, you know. It's, you know, Rashad, you know, just come out, do his job, and, you know, it's show. Uh, you mentioned how Spags likes to be aggressive. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are one of the teams that blitz at a high level, just what does blitzing do for you guys and why do you think you guys are, are so successful when it comes to blitzing? Uh, guys up front and, you know, executing their job and the blisses, you know, putting pressure on the quarterback. Quarterbacks don't like that at all. You talked about your physicality, but your open field tackling has been really impressive this year too. How much pride do you take in that when you're the difference between a stop and a big game? I love it, man. You know, just me and him, I'd be like, I got to make this play and I'm not going no, not make the play. I got me myself. I have to make this play. That's what I put in my head. Yeah. You, you mentioned Spags encouraging that, but I'm curious just about 
that time you spent at safety in college, mm -hmm. did, did some of that kind of, you know, lead into that physicality on, on play, when you play corner? Yeah, I can say it played a part. You know, I had to change my game a lot when I was moved to safety, you know. Had to get in the box and stuff. So, yeah, I can say it changed me a lot, yeah. Plays a big part. Okay, thanks, Legere. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.